Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generally Casual, where we are watching the movies you never got around to watching. I'm Michael, and this is my co-host, Richard. Hello. Hi, Richard. Hello. How are you doing today? Tired. Or how are you doing tonight? Because that's when we normally record. <laughs> yeah, we have been doing the night, night, the night podcast. Night podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, night podcast. Um, <laughs> well, thank you uh, for joining. As you heard last week, um, we are do or last episode. We are doing the movie Burnt today to and- continue on these dramatic, dramatic profession, hobby, interest movie, yeah. thingies. Which is weird because our next episode, if you want to get ahead of it, we're gonna do the Marvels. Yes, in addition to something else. Because <laughs> yeah, well. We'll talk about that next next episode. Yeah, but. no, exactly. I want to give people a little preview. Yeah, exactly. um, give some time to actually. Uh, honestly, between now and next episode, go watch the Marvels. Yeah, that's give it nice. its money. Yeah, because it does not deserve the lack of money it's getting. It yes. was a charming movie. Yes, uh, I'll probably get into uh, a little bit of going uh, female heroes and the bad rap that they get <laughs> next time. Sure, but anyways, I um, yeah. Today we are watching 2015. Or today we watched 2015's Burnt, which stars our boy Bradley Cooper. The um, boy. Also, it stars um, uh, Sienna Miller and a bunch of other people. <clears throat> Emma Thompson was a notable one as well. Yes, Emma Thompson. Oh, Uma Thurman is also in it. And um, um, was it Matthew Reese? Is that the guy who plays the yeah, Mater D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yes. I uh, love him. A lot of excellent, excellent uh, casts in this movie. Um, basically, no, this... Think, was it Daniel Brühl? I think it was Daniel Brühl. This movie is about a character called Adam Jones, um, who was once a high-class chef in Paris. Um, things happened, and his life quickly spiraled down into the gutter. Uh, costing... Oh shoot! We didn't do our general. Go watch no, the movie. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say the plot line oh, okay. first before we do that. Okay. Um, and um, after that, he made a lot of people angry in Paris, and he basically sent himself off to Louisiana. Yes. To shuck, shuck a, or- oyster, a million oysters, and then he basically comes back and wants to earn his three Michelin stars. His so third, no, his third. Oh, Michelin his star. yeah, because he had two in yes. Paris. He wants to earn his third Michelin star. Yes. Um, and I think already, like, the movie kind of goes over what a restaurant has to do to earn Michelin stars. Yes. And then how the Michelin people come out and rate a restaurant for its quality. Not not what they're actually doing as a rating, but, like, how to recognize if they're there and what a restaurant has to do. So, um, like my brother said, if you haven't watched the movie, go ahead and go watch it. Um, I thought it was a very dramatic retelling of like a chef's life. Um, and I think that the movie chef, it does a very similar quality okay. uh, movie, except a little less dramatic. All right. Yes. So pause and, and go watch it. And we're back. Okay, okay, cool. You've watched it. Yay. Thank you for watching it. Now, uh, what I will say is if we're going to do the comparison between chef and burnt, they're which, definitely, which I have not watched Chef. That I met no, okay. That we're gonna, we're gonna pause this this a podcast again. Michael's gonna go watch Chef, and then we're gonna get no. <laughs> hey, I'm back. I haven't watched Chef still. <laughs> I, I went over and I ate for two hours. Oh my I goodness! <laughs> I can't believe you haven't watched that movie. It's on my list. Well, this week. 
Okay. What? Maybe tomorrow. Hey, guess what? Next episode. Tomorrow. We're going to be going over <laughs> Marvels and Chef. <laughs> um, I love Chef. That is like well, one of my It stars our boy from, the Mar- from Marvel movies, right? It stars... Uh, John so, Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Yes. But he's the, the star in it, right? He is the chef. Yeah, he is the chef. But either way, I love that movie. That is one of my favorite. It's like probably like top 20 movies of all time for me. Yeah. Um, and also, crazy enough, they... Um, John Favreau and uh, Bradley Cooper actually went through very similar trainings yes. for both movies, except I think John Favreau at the end basically spun it into f- fun cooking stuff because he actually did a couple different cooking shows afterwards. Well, he did the chef show. Yeah, he did afterwards. the chef show. Um, um, he also and he got really interested. trained with uh, Chef Roy, who was his, also on the chef show. Yes, uh, that was his consulting chef for the movie and the show. Yeah. Um, and he literally was trained on how to cook. Yeah. And so, Bra- Bradley Cooper was trained by, oh, Richard, what was his name? Starts with W. Um, Chef War. I thought it was Michael Wer- Werner. Michael Werner. Yeah. And But he also had two other executive uh, consulting chefs with um, yeah, but, Gordon Ramsay and Mario Batali as well. Uh, but Warner, was the, Warner one, was the one who trained him, and also was the one who I think was on set. The yeah, time. and was making sure that he that the that the kitchen. Okay, we'll go into fun facts in a little bit. Yeah. Later, but but now we can go into the movie itself. So the main thing is is Bradley Cooper is a recovering addict, um, who was like a young gun chef going through chef school and he went to France and he earned two Michelin stars. And the whole thing with Michelin stars is there's a Michelin guide, um, which is like, like a touristy guide that basically just covers specific things. In this case, restaurants. Uh, it is a very, very highly, uh, lauded award to get a Michelin star. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, you can get up to three stars for one restaurant um it's but it's ridiculously hard just to even get one um and i'm gonna have to which michael's gonna fact check that right now but whoa the michelin guide came out in 1900 yes it is very old whoa and also yes it is the same as the tire people yes yeah it's the same company it's the same company which i think is wild yeah um what richard what am i fact checking uh whether or not you can get three stars uh so the main thing is, is I know you can get a singular star, but I thought you, your, you, your singular restaurant can get up to yes, three they stars. Award, when they visit your restaurant anonymously, they either rate it one, two, or three stars. Yes. One means high quality cooking worth a stop. Two means excellent cooking worth a detour. Three means exceptional cuisine worth a special journey. And that's the thing is within the restaurant world, even getting one star is really high quality yeah um Um, and during the movie they talk about how anonymous they are and they go through the entire process of the rating process um the other thing is is like uh they kind of talk about how the like it's a legendary status to get a third star um uh for multiple restaurants basically um this uh adam jones was able to get like two stars through two different restaurants and he basically was like i want my third star um that's kind of what the movie was about and once they rate your restaurant i don't think they come back no it's just one time yes um so and then when they when they rate it you get that star forever 
But yes. it takes you to basically either restarting a restaurant or starting a new restaurant to get an, a new Another, set of stars. Yeah, a new set of stars. That's correct. Uh, which actually happens in the movie. Uh, there's already a restaurant going, and then um, Adam Jones, Bradley Cooper's character, comes in and redoes the menu, the whole restaurant. Everything. It goes with a remodel, and it gets a new name. Yes. And then they that is worthy of the Michelin people coming back because it has a whole new setup. Correct. Um, and so, obviously, the story is about Adam Jones and his kind of recovery and his rise again to redeem himself. Um, the whole thing was... He, uh, in Paris, he, like I said, he was a drug addict. And so he basically just fell by the wayside, completely wrecked. Uh, I'm trying to remember his mentor's restaurant, I think is what it was. No, he, his suit. Oh yeah. His mentor's restaurant. He, he basically fully messed it up. Yeah. Um, basically back betrayed a lot of people. Um, he ruined his sous chef's restaurant, which I thought actually was hilarious because, uh, in his fit of like uh, high on drugs on something, he released a bunch of rats into his sous chef's restaurant, right. and then called the health inspector on opening night. Right. Um. In addition to a bunch of other stuff, like he bought a bunch of drugs and paid for them. So there's a lot of things that we kind of see over the course of the movie that yeah, he did back in slowly. Paris. Yeah. And that's the thing is all the people also he worked with. Like we're screwed basically out of everything, and so most not only of them, the sous chef, but like his chef de partie, like his entire crew yep. basically. And so a lot of them went to New York to yeah. get out of Paris. And so then you see uh, Bradley Cooper like sh- shucking a bunch of oysters. He literally was like OCD about this entire thing as his kind of rehab journey, um, where he went to Louisiana and basically just did that a million times. <laughs> he has a book where he's just. Doing little counting tallies. He's just ca- counting. And then he hits a million, walks just right Just straight out up the- walks out. And the guy's like, hey, hey. hey. Uh, hello. <laughs> um, so, I mean, to be honest, like, it almost started. I think I was talking to Kirsten about it while we were starting to watch the movie. I was like, this already kind of reminds me of, like, an Ocean's Eleven style, like, opening. Because basically he's like, all right. I'm out of jail. Like, this is my jail-free uh, card. Yeah. I, like, it's literally Daniel Ocean, like, all right, I've served my time. Now I need to go back, and, and I'm going to uh, heist it up in this restaurant. <laughs> no joke. The first 20 minutes of when he was finding his sh- like, after he he kind of locks in. Um, his crew. Uh, yeah, Tony Bellardi, um, Daniel Burl's, uh character, um, who's the owner of the hotel and restaurant. It was Daniel Burl. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Um, and after he, oh, Michelle was the, 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 his new sous chef, his new chef, his his new chef, his His, new sous chef, his new sous chef, his new sous chef. Oh, and Matthew Reese was, uh, uh, Montgomery Reese. That was his, his, his His original sous chef. Yes. Who was his rival basically. Who left early to go start his own restaurant. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he does this thing where he's like, well, I know where I need to find my chefs. They're already out there, They're, and yeah. I, I know exactly where to find them. And it goes like through like exactly what you're talking like the, the like beginning it. of Ocean's Eleven, going him finding play each some of, bass music in the yeah. back. I'm just gonna hire my crew. Yeah, and then he goes to a jail, <laughs> but, like pulls out like one of his two chefs yeah. who punched a guy for like for something. That and, was great. <laughs> like all of it was. So, then he like sees his sous chef again, and like, which is funny. Like he sees him. 
They see each other, and he starts running. And then his sous chef starts running after him. And he's like, what? 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 And I'm like, he doesn't even remember what he did. He just knows that something happened to his sous that's, chef. That's what's insane to me. It's like the whole thing is just like they had this whole back and forth where he thought he was basically going to kill him. And, he, and he's like, you don't even know what you did. Because he was so like blacked out basically the entire time. And so then you're like, okay, they made up. They, they're cool. You know, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I, the main thing for me and like as you kind of move past this whole thing is then really the the, the crux of the story happens where uh, Bradley Cooper's character finds this woman who he literally wants to be his actual sous chef. She is. Oh, well, her, a saucier was a, the chef of sauces like. He hears about her. He goes to one of his friends who has their restaurant. She's like the sous chef of that restaurant or the, no, the saucier of that restaurant. Yeah. He's like, he tastes her stuff and is like, this is the one I want. Yeah. Like I want her for my restaurant. And, and then the guy who also owns that restaurant is like, yo, yeah, you need to get you out need of here. You need to get out of here. You, you're better than what you work here. Yeah. And I, I thought it was interesting. He plays Bradley Cooper characters plays this like fast and loose game is like, I always get what I want. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to do whatever I want yeah. to get what I want. Yeah. So he pretty much straight up indirectly fires this chick from her own restaurant that she's work at just to make her work for him. Which is fair. That works out for her. Yeah, it does. But like, and then he also tries to do the same thing to Montgomery Reese. Uh, was it, uh, Matthew Reese's character and where he walks into his restaurant and going, mm, I don't like this whole setup. Like it's a, it's a oh, three yeah. Michelin star restaurant. And he's like, what's this whole gastronomy thing? And he like, he kind of tries to bully him. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's like, you're, you, what is it? You, so you make stuff in condoms. Like yeah, that's exactly. what he said. And then he, uh, the, the monger Maurice is like, I don't care. Like I'm making I, good I'm food. Making, I have three Michelin stars. Yeah. Like, I've obviously achieved what I want to achieve. And then he, like, one remark at the end, he's like, this, this could have had more butter. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, but in reality, I I kind of liked the whole thing, even mm-hmm. though there were, like, a lot of dramatic moments that were not very realistic. But apparently the consultant said it's absolutely realistic that chefs will just have tantrums um, yeah. in their own restaurants, I guess. Uh, but anyway... Um, what I found interesting is the dynamic between Montgomery Reese and Adam Jones, those two characters, they're supposed to battle it out. Like their whole thing is, is they're supposed to push each other to be better. Right. Um, and, but at the same time, there's the whole drug element in the background. That's like, you got better, but then you put so much pressure on yourself that which, you failed, which I thought was kind of funny that Emma Thompson was in it. Because I only recognize her as the... She's the voice of Kaiser Permanente, right? No, that would be... Oh, that's not her? No, okay. Emma Thompson is um, Trelawney from Harry Potter. Ah, or, okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, And well, I just... She was in such a small like yeah, she, part. But like it was just very, very funny. She's like... Very important part of like, the movie. But She's like, hey, you know... You seem like you got a lot of issues. Allison Chaney, by the way, is the voice of Kaiser Permanente. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. The lady from West Wing. Yes, correct. Um, and Emma Thompson's character is like, hey, you think you seem like you got a lot of problems. Normally people who come in and act like you are should probably come to group. 
and yeah. probably should like get on better. Hey, let's get the stereotypical yeah. therapist thing and, going. Yeah, and then that is was like he eventually comes around to it, but like that most of the movie I thought was really good, fun, and even a little dramatic. But I thought that went with the movie. Yeah, and then there was it, it came to a head when Michelle, uh, the sous chef character, um, uh, Omar, Omar Sy. Sy, Omar Sy's character, um, basically. They they thought the they were like the Michelin star people are here like they put the fork on the floor they did the thing with the ordering and then this, they, this other thing they got a half bottle of wine they got a half bottle of they, wine they asked for water as well and, and one of they, them had a la carte and the other the one, one had, had the, 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 full, the full dinner the full menu. dinner yeah um and then like like it's like oh okay guys we gotta do it I'm up here um was it pasta plate like uh that area where you're where you're setting each plate you're making sure it looks perfect going yeah, the out pass the pass um uh, oh to the pass that's to what it was the pass, yeah um and like they do all the stuff and then he sends it out and it comes back and like they're like they said it was way too spicy yes and the, like first dish or whatever yeah and he's like what spicy. and then for some reason the entire time uh, Michelle has had a handful of cayenne pe- pepper this whole time. Like, well after the amount of time he would have added the cayenne pepper to the sauce. Yeah. And then going, I put a bunch of cayenne I, in the sauce. I just made it too and, spicy. And I still have it in my hand. Yeah. And then he like wipe, he wipes it off and he's like, this is for Paris. And he walks out. He walks out. And like, obviously, Bradley Cooper's character explodes and like. He's like, like nope, I'm done. This this was uh, my one chance at at my last Michelin star. I'm never going to be able to do anything. Yeah. And I failed. Yeah. So, but leading up to that, though, that's where Emma Thompson's character was important. Because basically, there was a couple conversations. It was like, a, hey, you know, they have these one-on-one sessions. There were a couple things. Um, Adam Jones is like fiending for his next hit type of thing. And then there's a kind of come to term moment where Emma Emma Thompson's character is basically like, "Hey, so what happens After you if you start. fail? Oh yeah, what happens if you fail? And what happens if you get the star? What does it matter now? Like you're going to feel one way. How was that going to affect you? And basically, Bradley Cooper's character is just like, "Well, this is everything for me. It, this is it. I'm basically gonna jump off a bridge or whatever." Yep. And then the the moment happens and blah blah blah. And he's just like freaks out. Yeah. And I actually I this is the part that I was like was the emotional most emotional for me until like the the twist part is he goes right down and I also did he drink? Yes. Okay. He got very drunk. Okay, I just didn't remember He didn't do any drugs, he just got really drunk. Yeah. I just don't I didn't remember him drinking before that, and uh-huh. I just and then he was drunk, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. They didn't he show goes that. to a bridge, and then he's like, he's like looking at the edge of the bridge, and then he goes, he turns back around, and he walks into a Montgomery Reese's restaurant. Yep. And then he goes, and he starts playing around with the um, with the sous vide bags, <laughs> the and condoms. then he goes, yeah, the condoms, and he goes, and, and then he just starts putting it over his head and, and tries to suffocate and tries himself. to suffocate himself. Yep. And he got a Montgomery Reese's character is like out everybody, yeah, and just takes care of him. And and that's the thing, though, like that was such a pivotal moment. It's like this dude is down below bottom. Pretty much. He's already been in bottom. Yeah. He's bottoming out again because he thinks his life is ruined. And then and to no to almost no fault of his own. 
Yeah. Because he, he didn't do the drugs. He didn't do the alcohol. No. He was a bit crazy of a person, and yeah. but that's his normal personality. Which, which that has to do with to the whole be, chef To be believed thing. was a chef. That, I mean, we have also seen Gordon Ramsay on TV do that. So yeah, I'm but like, that's the dramatics of it. Yeah, maybe he was like, Gordon Ramsay, how do you get mad? He's like, this is how you get mad. Yeah, maybe. He started going, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, and basically he goes... He goes, okay, you're at the bottom of the bottom. You are sinking into the abyss. Well, you need to be helped to pull, be pulled back up. Um, and there's this lovely moment after he takes care of him, pulls the bag back off his head, breaks down, wakes back up. The next ma- morning. Is made eggs. They made, made eggs. Really good eggs. Yeah. And then with he goes. With a little bit of chive. Yeah, with a little chive. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he goes, you're the reason. You need to be here. You're the reason the rest of us are doing so well. Yeah. Because we're all following you, you. into you're, this. You're the one who leads everything. Yes. You're the one who's supposed to be better than everybody yes. else. Which is also an anime reference was very Food Wars-like. Yeah, like, definitely. Food, Food Wars had this like constant image of one person walking into a desert. Yeah. Basically, a really windy desert with like debris flying all over the place. And then everybody else was following the footsteps of that one chef. And right. I always... I always thought that was really cool imagery on like showing like how one chef can be a pioneer, but then we'll leave the stick there for the next like generation of chefs to take over. Yeah. Um, And I thought that was a really beautiful scene because it showed that the rivalry really didn't matter. They both acknowledged each other for being really good chefs. And then we're like, okay, we good. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Cause, cause the sous chef was basically like, like, Hey, come on, get your head out of your butt. It's time to, to get back to work. Mm-hmm. You need to be the way that you are. And the best, I, there, there was also a really good, I think, side story, which I really enjoyed, which was between Daniel Brohl's uh, character and Bradley Cooper's, which was the, um, Daniel Brohl was the maitre d' of the restaurant. Literally the best maitre d' you could like ever be. There's a couple wholesome scenes, which are really great. Um, but he, Daniel Brühl's character was in love with Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. And that's why he was like, I'm going to do whatever you want. And that was the thing is Bradley character, Bradley Cooper's character knew that. <laughs> Bradley character Cooper. Bradley's character's Cooper um, <laughs> knew it and was like, he was an asshole. So he took advantage of it. He's yes. like, you are the best Mater D, but also you are my Mater D. Yeah. Um, and so the... To see the lack of control and roller coaster of not only Bradley Cooper's character, but the entire storyline was derailed like yeah. constantly yeah, due to this chaoticness. And even uh, Sienna Miller's character, uh, Helene Sweeney, yes, her whole story was like her trying to multi-manage being a three-star chef, uh, being like a top-tier chef. And then also managing her daughter, being uh, a single mom, being a, being a single mom, and make sure her daughter's like goes to a nice school and being and gets taken care of. And there's like a lovely moment towards the beginning of the movie. Well, it's not lovely, but like it becomes a lovely moment where Bradley Cooper character like yells at her for whatever type of fish um, she was making and going like, "Is this how you make this fish? This is not how you do it." And he like breaks the plates and throws it. Yeah, in. he goes all crazy. And he goes like, "Get out of here! Like right. everybody, get out of here! This is my fault! Like for hiring you all! Like this is stupid." Um, and then basically she leaves, 
and you see her trying to find other jobs, and vi- oh, finally, finally, Daniel Bro's character comes back and goes, "Hey, he wants you back. Like, can you come back?" Well, and it's seemingly he did that on his own. Yes, it wasn't because Bradley Cooper like went out Asked and said, him. "Hey, you need to yeah, fix this." He just said, "Hey, he you- just knew I need to fix this for him yes. because he's not going to do it." And then you find out, like after you're like, "Oh wow, she really didn't like. She didn't enjoy that. She's over it." But then, like, just after that, her da- daughter, like, they're having dinner or breakfast. Uh, yeah, it was And their breakfast. daughter, her daughter's like, uh, she's like, what's for breakfast? She's like, the fish. The fish. And she's like, again. again. Yeah. And then she asks the daughter, uh, is it better? And she's like, it's a little better than, than yesterday. Oh, no, no. It, yeah. And it was better yeah, than and then, before. And that leads up to a really, like, it was like, shows how much a chef needs to work. Like, they need to manage their life, but also, like, they're doing the cooking at home, too, so they can get better. Like, you don't work on the job. You don't practice on the job. You do the job on the job. You practice at home. And that, to me, actually led to probably the most wholesome moment of the movie, which was after that, where Bradley Cooper says uh, to Helene Sweeney, like, uh, you can't take this this certain day off. Yeah, you can't Uh, take the day off for your daughter's birthday. Your daughter's birthday. And so then... Um, the Mater D is like the Bradley Cooper's running around the restaurant and everybody's basically like like ignoring him. And then every he's like, What the hell's going on with my restaurant? What's going on? And then the Mater D comes over and is like, Hey, you messed up. You should have given her the day off. So I'm babysitting the kid because this is what you needed to do in the first place. Now you're gonna go make a cake. Yeah. Go make a cake. <laughs> like also he goes, I don't make cakes. He's like You'll figure it you're, out. You're gonna make you're a, a cake. chef. You need to figure yeah. it out. And then he brings out this wonderful cake. It's like and full like, of rose hey, petals. Like, it's I'm beautiful. good. I I'm I'm a professional chef. I know I make good cakes. And then she, the daughter was like, "I'll be the judge of that." Basically, and, and she's like, he "Cut." He's like, "I've had better." Yeah, it was great. Also, that kid must have a really good palate I for think eating so. e- eating her mother's food constantly, like top tier chef food. Um, and watching the growth basically of Helene Sweeney. And then, like, the downfall of Adam Jones at the same time. Yeah. Like, as she She, lifts up, he falls. She was the constant character. I feel like her story was kind of the one to kind of pull everything back together versus Adam Jones' story was, like, a roller coaster the entire time. It was all over the place. Um, But it worked really well. The two storylines really worked well tandemly. Um, And then, obviously, the, like, whole twisty twists where basically Omar's size character wrecks everything with the Michelin star people. And then the rock bottom thing happens. Then it continues. He kind of gets back up on his feet after yeah, uh, the goes, other chef. Hey, that was the worst hey. thing that could ever happen to you. Yep. And it's like, cool. Restart. Do yeah. it again. And then as it turns out, the big twisty twist is those weren't the Michelin star people Which, at all. That was the worst part of the movie for me. I agree. Cause I was like, really? Really, like your shoe, you're kind of shoehorning the happy ending right here, and I think it would have been fine, like, um, because they even say Daniel Brol's character um calls the Michelin star people to explain what happened, and they're like, oh well, we didn't have any Michelin yeah, star we didn't people. Have any Michelin I'm star like, people. it would have been cool if he said if he called them and they were like, yeah, oh yeah, we'll try to give you another shot because somebody else sabotaged the restaurant. Uh, I mean, any of that would have been would have been fine because the oh, that wasn't the Michelin star people, even though they did everything the Michelin star people would have done. And like you find out they're just business people like in a software industry. I'm like, 
Why would business people order half bottle, one a la carte, one dinner, one, put a fork on the floor? Like all of these things. Well, that- that's the thing. Like the only thing out of that. So l- listing through the different things that the Michelin star people do, uh, like the water thing's pretty common. The one a la carte, one uh, uh-huh. tasting menu makes sense. Uh, the half a bottle of wine makes sense too. The fork thing is just the randomest thing. And also, the the stupid thing was like, yeah, I think I can't remember exactly in the movie, but it says like that they placed the fork on the ground, thinking they wouldn't notice. But at the same time, they could have literally just knocked over a fork and it could have just fallen. Yes, and that's the stu- like I understand it. The Michelin star people literally place a fork on the ground just to see if you notice. So that way, the service is like, hey, there's a fork on the because you're double checking you. more than exactly. just the, the, re- the but chef. Also, like a lot of the service, other things is like. Uh, like at really high end restaurants, they have like uh, a water th- for like your water cup. They don't ever let it get past a certain point. Like yeah. they're always circling to make sure that your water's always full and things like that. Yeah, so they're they're measuring a bunch of things. At the yeah. Same time. Um, and so like it was just those were a little bit like candid, where I'm like, sure, those are common things or more common things. Yes, two businessmen probably wouldn't be drinking a full bottle of wine. They probably would drink half a bottle. You know, oh, yeah, they'd probably get water so they could sober up. You know, one would get tasting menu versus the other one's probably not as hungry. You know, things like that. It was all weird. It was just stupid. Yeah. And, and yes, I like to me, I laughed at that part because I'm like, of course, that his his uh, Michelle's big old plan to do all this. Like he went for his perfect moment and it failed, but he doesn't even know. And it, it technically doesn't matter. Now, the whole thing was is a plot point to shoe in. The collapse of Adam Jones's character and in then this the rebuilding, yeah, the rebuild, and then the movie kind of ends with like a happy ending. Uh, with the he got the three stars, uh, but well, well but don't the, know if he got the three star. But he got the phone call and he was happy. Yeah, um, like they never said it, but i he got it. But what was beautiful is that he just let his restaurant handle it. Yes. They all got the three stars together, not just him. And that was the thing. That's what I thought kind of the wholesome kind of turnabout was, is he kind of something clicked for him to say, hey, you can't do this all by yourself. Yeah. It's like you make everybody around you better. So let your team handle the stuff that you can handle. Yeah. Um, And even though it went about it in a... uh more direct and crazy way, which is why, honestly, I mean, like I said, Chef is a different movie, but I love Chef. That was a fantastic. The other thing, and this is more of a critical for me about the movie, um, there was not enough contrast in the movie to really make the food stick out. So I'm going to make comparisons to two other movies as we kind of round out <laughs> receives its third star. I, it's the chef who received it. That doesn't even make any I don't sense. know. I don't know. I, that's weird. Anyways, go, I, ahead, I go ahead. Either Richard. way, um, there. I'm gonna make a comparison to two other movies. I'm gonna make a comparison from Burnt to Chef and to the menu, which we have talked about already. The menu. Yeah. Um, both the sh- both Chef and the menu had gorgeous looking food shot. In very camera-esque ways, every time you saw food, there was some brightness, there was some color, like I said, contrast. In this, it seemed like whoever was shooting the food, just, it wasn't about the food, 
And so it was about the it was about the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, but literally any movie that has food in it. It needs to be pretty. It needs to be pretty. You need to show color. You Even need to show brightness. Even the menu nice. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I was disappointed because the movie, like, the coloration in the movie was a little bit drab. Like, it well, felt it, like it was through a, like a, like a, like a blue filter. Yeah. Almost. Also weird that, like, the, the, the meal that they decide on, right, that becomes the star meal was a white fish and it was a white restaurant. And it was like and scallops. Yeah, and scallops, which are like a lot of like. It was not a lot of variance in color, which I thought was weird. And like maybe that's like well, oh, three star restaurant. Is like they started the film out with um, well, what's her face's dish, and it had like a green sauce on it. Like yeah. that was bright. But then as the movie went on, it just was less and less color. Like yeah. it didn't. If you're talking about going to a really nice place, um, like or if you look at like Master Chef or really any, any of these other, um shows or movies where it's professional stuff there's always like a pop of color that it's plated really nicely and it looks pretty yeah i don't know well, i guess also, that's my only thing about the movie is they, chef, it they were using like more vibrant ingredients in it right yeah well because in chef uh they they did uh culture stuff like yeah. the movie starts with very generic cuisine and then immediately goes like we're gonna go Latin influence for the rest. Yeah, of this which movie. you know it would have been fun if the the restaurant in here was more of a fusion restaurant. Yeah, Big, yeah. Or like it was it, American affair. Yeah, it was like literally anything that wasn't it was American. Fine dining. Yeah, with a little. With, it was Parisian fine dining, basically. Yes. Um, and it would have been really fun if it was anything but that. And and that's the thing is they showed the the other restaurant where the sous chef worked, and then they showed. Reese's restaurant where it was gist, uh, molecular w- gastronomy. Yeah, and that's also the thing is like a, a small partial thing was that Adam Jones needed to wake up and smell. Oh yeah, modern cooking. Modern things. cooking. Yeah, and it was like you can't you can't win a star with literally French traditional cooking techniques anymore. Yeah. Yes, and that's also why I thought it was cool because the the one gastronomy meal we saw looked like gastronomy. Yeah. It was like, whoa, molecular craziness. That doesn't look like food, but it tastes good. Yeah, and that was he was like, what is this BS? Like, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Which, well, also a great thing. But that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to mention that stuff, and then it becomes about a f- the food again. Oh, and then all they use is, is a severe. Not, yeah. Like, all they use is a severe. Like, that's it. That's the yeah. only modern thing that they take from is like, well, we put things in condoms and we boil them in water. It's like. Guys, you could have, like, a little bit better would have been, like, one other thing mm-hmm. instead of just keeping water at a, at a room, like, you know. At a constant temperature. Yeah, at a constant sure temperature. cooked yeah. and keeps the liquid in it. But blah, blah, blah. I don't think um, if you enjoy um, if you enjoy movie uh, food movies, this is definitely one to add to your list. Yeah, it was. if Okay. First off, if you haven't seen Chef or The Menu, go see those immediately because those are, like, Two top tier movies. Uh, the menu obviously is, is less technically. It's a lot more jarring. Like I said, it's go wild. go listen to our previous episode about if that. If you want a little a little, uh, if you want an intense movie, if you want see. thriller and, and food yeah. movie, go watch the menu. If you want wholesome and family, go see uh, Chef because wa- that's an amazing. movie. I'll watch Chef this week and then we can talk about. Yes, it. <laughs> I I want to sit and watch that with you because I love them. Oh, okay. Um, and then this is more of like an in between. If you want more of a dramatic food movie, things like that, it was good. Yeah, it, it was definitely it showed the high stakes world of chefing. Yeah, <laughs> that starts out like an Ocean's Eleven movie. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
if you're following us week to week, your homework this week is to go watch Marvels, the Marvels, and yes. go watch Chef. Or watch one of them, and then, t- and then you know, jump in for the <laughs> podcast that's about the movie you want to watch. Honestly. Because that's kind of what we're doing. I mean, Chef is available. I think it's on, like, Netflix, and I think it's actually permanently on Netflix. Cause it's on jo- John Favreau's wiki. Um, but... And that one you can watch from home. But yeah. definitely, like I said, go give your money to go watch the Marvels. It's it's definitely deserves the money. It's a charming mm. movie. Um, great acting, things like that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. If you want to contact contact us, uh, we are always at generallycasual at gmail.com. Um, please like, share, uh, review, comment, whatever uh, you can um, to help Make get our things. name. Yeah, get our name out there, especially with our revamp. Um, if you have anything you want us to watch, contact us or, you know, yeah, suggest movies. We've had a lot of, a lot of people in person going, Hey, you know, you two, you know, you have a lot of fun while you're talking on the podcast and we enjoyed listening to you. Uh, we just want to get that out to more people, uh, cause we would like to do a lot more fun, fun stuff. And the more people that listen, the more exciting things we can do. So, uh, you know, like a watch party with everybody or, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, where we kind of give you when we start and then we can kind of like watch something together. That'd be really fun. So thank you everybody, um, for tuning in and listening and we will catch you next episode. Bye. Bye.